It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's Best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz, non-existent. The show, critically crapped on the show that is still here for now. For now. 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 I know you were guzzling down. For now. Now you're guzzling down all the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning. I have the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends. It's... More clips. More clips. More clips. More. Where's Eddie? More clips. More clips. More clips. More Eddie. I will not change. Clip a palooza. We got you covered this hour. We're going to recap all the happenings of Mad Dog Sports Radio. You let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know. And no. Guide you through the week that was on Channel 82. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After. And I got some breaking news on that. What is it? You what know, is you it? You could follow Babchick's Morning After. Ready? Anywhere. Anywhere? Anywhere. 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 Wow. Anywhere. And so when I'm saying anywhere, I mean anywhere. 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 You get your podcast. All That's right. anywhere. So there's my friend, Eddie mm. Erickson, the producer of mm. Mad Dog Unleashed forever. 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 And then, of course, Scott Messina, the producer of Morning After for now. Mm. <laughs> for now. You never know. As Scott Messina has got his arm in a sling because they beat him in tennis so bad, he had a torn labia, pounded on Scott. <laughs> Scott with the surgery. Scott, in fact, is now a doorman at a pizza place. That's his That's side right. gig. <laughs> He's not. He doesn't have the two hands, so he can't be, you know, flipping the dough. He can't be taking out the pizzas from that oven with that big paddle that he likes to use on his fiance. He can't be handing out the pizzas on the plates. In fact, Scott now stands at a door and says, "Pick it up, or are you sitting in?" He's a greeter. He's a doorman. If you're going to be a doorman and you want to get a nice tip, all right, go to a nice New York City yeah. apartment complex. I'm, up. I'm expanding my resume. So for when another part-time job opportunity comes, I can say I've been a doorman before and I'm qualified for this job. Yeah, so now you could put on your resume, doorman, pizza place. Because otherwise, how would you start? It's not like someone's just going to let a person with arms just become their doorman. No, I mean, you have to have training on how to swing that door. You have to I'm breaking into the doorman business. I'm Uh, paying my dues. I lived in in a doorman building in the city once. It was awful. Awful. Well, why is that? Because you always have to say hello because you have to tip at the end of the year. I mean, it is. It's a hack bit, but the tips, the small talk. His name was Gene. I'll never forget him. He was a nightmare because you would come through the door and, you know, when you're carrying a lot of stuff in your hands, you have a very delicate balance. Gene would come rushing over and try to grab all the shit from your hands and not knowing what to take first. My wife hated him. Oh, Gene the doorman. R.I.P. R.I.P. Gene. I'm sure he's long he's gone. Dead. He's dead? I'm sure he is, man. This is a long time ago. He was not a young man then. And this is a long time ago. So R.I.P. Gene. Now, Scott, this is good for you. Gene's out. You Maybe you can get a gig oh. here. 
What, Eddie, you know, where'd you use to live? I'll Gene, uh, that, was the, that was the corner of 87th and Lexington, right there oh. in, in Manhattan. When you're a doorman, do you, do you bring your work home? Like when you're on a date with your <laughs> wife, do you open up the door <laughs> or you're like, oh, I'm, I'm exhausted. I can't. Do it. Can somebody <laughs> open the door for me? Today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to bring home yourself. work for you. <laughs> you the wife has you to open it. But now, <laughs> but now Scott has actually got experience as the doorman at a pizza place. I, I can't wait to show up at the pizza place. With all my luggage, we'll see if Scott helps me <laughs> in or out. <laughs> that was Evan Cohen's idea, and that's a damn good one. I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to show up with three different suitcases. Scott, can you get this? I'm trying to get a slice. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Has anybody tipped you on the way out after getting a Sicilian slice yet? Not one tip. Just yeah, ask right. me, oh, hey, what happened? How's your shoulder? How's the other guy? There was another doorman who now Wally pipped you. He's now handing out the slices. <laughs> Pips pizza. Now, the big story of the week we got to get into. We all know it. National Football League, the big story of the week. The Eagle fans that were arrested for making sweet love in a toilet stall. I mean, that was crazy. That would happen in Carolina as these two Eagle fans walked out of the stall together and then they immediately arrest the guy and and the headline was sweet love. And, you know, I got a problem with that. As a journalist, we're all journalists here. It's all about broadcasting professionalism. They blew the headline. Eddie, you watched the video. Were they making sweet love? The girl came out with all her clothes on. What kind of sweet love were they making? Yeah, that didn't look like sweet love to me. As soon as I saw it, I thought of the old gag, you know, he should have brought a paper bag in and she could have stood in that. You know, like they used to do over at Grand a Central. Sack. Grand Central back in the day. You stand in the old paper bag, that gag. So they That's a big bag. This guy blew it on that level. Oh, no pun intended. So And on yeah, another level. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> That's, That's exactly, what was going on. That's what was going on. Exactly Come on, man. You got to BJ Sir off that, and then you got to figure out a way to only show one person's legs. That's it. Right? One person's sneakers, one person's feet. And so you have to position yourself on the bowl if you want to do this right, or you get the large paper sack that Eddie's talking <laughs> about. How about a potato sack? Who walks around with that? <laughs> and Eagle fans are so classy. Is there a more Eagle fan move? Then bringing your girl into the men's room for whatever during halftime or during a break in the game. All right, so you think that's an easy? I think that's a football guy. Nah, I think that's an Eagles fan move. I hate bathrooms. I don't want to bring my woman into a bathroom, especially a men's room. You get in the women's room, it's one thing. But the men's, is there a more disgusting place in America than the men's bathroom during the game? Uh, During a game, no less? During a game. Maybe uh, <laughs> no. you, you don't have as much steam in this basement. There's first, there's so much steam oh, in the restroom and very uncomfortable. You know, I am about being in uncomfortable positions when you're with your lady. It's just not for me. I don't know about not, that. Well, not for if me. you are, you know, you want to know it's well documented. You obviously don't have a history here with the uh, Babchick's morning after, but I actually will watch porn now and think of Eddie, which is very good. <laughs> you know, as I say, that, like, I, need, that. I need some help because <laughs> I'll watch a scene with like three cheerleaders taking on the gym coach and the gym coach is lying on like a hard bench and right away the thought is oh my god i gotta send it to eddie so he could see how uncomfortable (laughs) this person really is and that's what and and i sent it to eddie and eddie's first thing's like all right two takeaways first of all way too uncomfortable his back must be killing him and he's a gym teacher you know i'll never work again yeah don't believe the story i'm very literal much i'm very literal when i watch my my adult literal porn watcher (laughs) my adult content i don't like interactions anywhere outside of traditional places of well-carpeted floor, a couch, or a bed. You start going outside, you start going on tile floors, and ugh, 
I hate it. Can't watch it. Ah, there's sand in my crack. Don't let like out. Ah, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. He's not a real gym teacher, though, Eddie. He's not a real. He's not That's a all real I can one. think about. Oh, this poor guy is teaching life. Poor it's man. Gone. He, he worked so hard for that. <laughs> but what a way to go out. What a way uh, with a threesome. Not a foursome. Now, of course, uh, speaking of threesomes and foursomes, there's no easy transition there. Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed. He talked about the big National Football League week, all the action that went down. Of course, ah, the Ravens, yeah. a huge comeback win against the Colts on Monday Night Football. Here is Dog, I'm assuming, finally praising Lamar Jackson, who had one of the great second halves you'll ever see coming back in this game, down 22. He must have loved him some Lamar Jackson. I got a lot of text messages yesterday from Ravens fans. My old basketball coach at Ooh. New Canaan High School is a huge Raven fan. He texted me all right, all over the place this morning. A Jai Ooh, texted me all day too. I you know, didn't Lamar know. Jackson, Jai, Lamar Jai text and I can't okay. defend. I, I don't want to be in a situation where every week community. I got to basically do a breakdown on how I think Lamar Jackson played. Uh, nobody's going to sit there and tell you anything different about when he is electrifying. He is more than good. We saw the Cleveland game last year on Monday night. We saw the second half last night. We have seen all these games in the past where he. Just just takes over the game. His running ability is phenomenal. We've all seen this wow, for a long period of time. He is a breathtaking oh, player okay. at times. But until he does oh, this, oh, you know, but, over a course of uh, some post, uh, of a postseason, oh, not one game, three games. <laughs> Four games. Until he does it in that situation, you know, uh, I am still going to have my doubts if you can win playing with him dominating the football uh, as much as he does. So hmm. I'm not looking at it from a one-game perspective. I want to see three, no, 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 four no. great games in a row in postseason <laughs> play. Uh, I still don't believe that you can win with that, a championship. Ah. You can win in a regular season. You ah. know, he's proved that. <laughs> a championship with that kind of – with with that hmm. sort of – style at the position ah. now i might be dead wrong style and i very well could be i'm okay, not yeah, saying i'm right be. but i gotta it. see it first okay dog logic lamar jackson has to win a super bowl to become a super bowl champion and that's when dog will look at him as a super bowl champion and a guy who could win a super bowl he's a show me guy that's what he is show me imagine if you're like dead wrong and it meant if you're wrong you're dead. You're dead. You know, you have to get these predictions correct, or you are literally dead wrong. Sounds like a Squid Game game. I love that. Squid Game on Netflix. The next season's going to be all about will Lamar Jackson win a Super Bowl? You're right? Sports predictions. If you're right, it's you're all wrong, sport- you're wrong, you're dead. Uh, who's elite? Who's not? If you're wrong, dead. But there's Russo there, who was, I mean, I guess complimentary of Lamar for Russo. As much as for Russo. Be. And who knew? Dog was so tied into the uh, Baltimore Raven football community. I really that was that was what I took. I was shocked that he had so many he's a staple. He's a staple there. I mean, I didn't know he must be the you know the lead person in the uh, Raven chat room who's, who's a fan. I mean, what is he talking about? He might. What's he, he talking he about got, there? He got two texts exactly. One from a trainer and one from Jai. Now is the trainer actually from the Baltimore Ravens? No. No, no, it just happened. Some guy in New Canaan. <laughs> uh, listen, I got a text yesterday from uh, a guy who lived in Baltimore in 1976 to 1978. <laughs> That's where he lived. He knows the history of that town. Well, he would have been a cult and, fan. Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I once talked to Tony uh, Saragasso. Uh, the duck is what they used to call him back in his playing days. He's Baltimore. He knows. And Jai texted me. A caller. <laughs> I had a horrible interaction with Tony Siracusa. He used to host on Monday nights for a show we did, and I had to talk to him off the air, and I had to get his home number so we could call him. And this guy, he goes, don't be giving my number out to any of your slapdick friends. <laughs> he actually said this to me. And, I, and I, I was so stunned. I went, yeah, that's what I want to do. Give out your phone number. 
like anyone wants to talk to you. And he actually liked that. He left. <laughs> there was only, <laughs> there's only been one guy that I've called at like parties. So I was like, yo, you guys want to call? Actually, there's two guys. I'm like, hey, you guys want to see who I have on my phone? Jose Canseco, because he'll always answer. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're talking to him at a party. He might hand it to oh, his brother. <laughs> oh, he loves it. He loves it. And then uh, Joey McIntyre is the other guy. You call Joey McIntyre at any time from the new kids on the block, he'll sing for you. He'll sing for you. You actually called him? <laughs> <the block. laughs> Come on, man. Don't no give out my phone number, 917-640-1186. Don't be giving it out. It's a bunch of slap dicks. He, he, uh, he was the epitome of a meathead jock. You know what? Speaking of meathead jocks, how about Dan Campbell? Man Campbell. Well done, Eddie. After the Lions lost to the Minnesota Vikings this past weekend. Now, of course, the Lions go for two. They think they're going to win it. Vikings go down there. They kick a field goal. Kirk Cousins beats up his head coach, Mike Zimmer. All true. Man Campbell actually cried in the press conference. He got emotional after the Lions lost. Listen to us discuss it on Morning Man with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne. Man Campbell as a press conference after the game. <laughs> Listen to this. When you see your players give all that they have and, uh, and you lose that way, it's tough. You know, you don't want that for them. What the hell happened to Man Campbell? There's no crying in Sounds football. Like Everyone's going to say, you know, oh boy, what are you talking about? You're over the top. You know why well, you're a caveman. There's no crying. That sounds in like the cold bass. You don't cry after a week four or five loss, <laughs> whatever we're in, to the Minnesota the Vikings' arrival. You don't do that. I don't care the emotions that are going on. You want to cry? You do it behind the scene. You're crying in public. You're Man Campbell who eats people's kneecaps. Man Campbell is going to bring in a real lion, and you're crying after a game, and yes, now you're going to be called Danielle Campbell. I would never do that. I would never do that, but my oh, God. I would boy. never do it, though. I would never do it. This is pathetic. You're not supposed to cry during a regular season loss. You could always cry after a win. You can never cry after a loss. Everyone's saying this, oh boy, look at this, the emotion, the heart, this is all beautiful. No, I thought it was pathetic, and it was weak. <laughs> he has giant nipples, almost to the point where like he needs to cover his nipples. It's a family Ooh. show. Dan Campbell. Go look at Dan Campbell's nipples. How do you know about time. his nipples? They're both. Bo- you can't stop Dan, staring at him. Look at his nipples. Are you Go look at his Dan nipples to his, his polo shirt? I don't want to, but How do you miss are. them? Boom. They're just sticking out. <laughs> they're like bullets. It reminds no me of Bill no Zimmerman, choice. the executive producer of Mad Dog Sports Pex. Radio. His nipples are always prevalent. They're like right there in your face. Pex McGee. You don't want to look? Yeah, you don't want. Yes. You don't want to look? Yeah, big nipples on a guy is not cool, man. Not cool. Can't have big areolas on dude. Yeah, he's crying, and he's got giant areolas. Yeah. So we got some issues. <laughs> I don't think he's going to make it. That was a great line. <laughs> yeah, a great big line. nipples on a dude. Big, and, you know, like, dude can't have big areola. <laughs> you know, like Billy Z, our executive producer, does have sharp nipples. They pop out. They could cut glass. Think about the way he's lost two of these games. I think that would drive NFL. anyone to tears, though. He lost two games in the probably the most improbable ways. If you did that stupid stat thing they do with these games that drives me nuts. Percentage of winning here. Uh, what were the percentages of them losing those games at that point? Uh, yeah. They must have been minuscule. <laughs> they had to be under 5%, right? Shame on them though, because of the Lions. So anyone's doing this math should always know they're always going to lose. And yeah, they almost came back and won that game, but they didn't. A week five was wild. Like red zone Week five this oh, week was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. The big witching hour, right? You have reached oh, yeah. the witching hour. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Where witching wins hour. turn dun, to dun, losses. Dun. When I call your house, I make this mistake, and I do it a lot because I get off the air at six, so that's when we can talk briefly about the show and whatnot. I call your house between the hours of seven and eight. That is the witching hour. 
at the Babchek house. <laughs> and it is, it is a nightmare. What's happening in your house between <laughs> seven and eight is unbelievable. That's where you should have cameras at all times. Between seven and <laughs> that's eight. True. That's not even my landline. You're calling my cell phone. It's that loud. That's, that's, <laughs> but, that should be the name of that hour in your house. The witching hour. You know what? That's amazing. At seven o'clock, all hell breaks loose, right? The drama starts at six, but at 7 p.m. in my house, I should hear a dum dum dum. The witching hour. <laughs> but then what would Hanson say in my house? The witching hour for Babchick. The kids are screaming. Everybody's yelling. Dinner is all over the walls. Wildness is happening. Take a bath. Don't take a bath. Do your homework. What is the witching hour at the Babchick house? Where good kids go bad. <laughs> Where Bethany Babchick starts crying. <laughs> Where dessert is taken away. The witching hour. <laughs> Where dessert wins turn to dessert losses. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, every, time, every time I call it's do you want ice cream do you want ice cream all right then you need to go upstairs and do this do you want ice cream and and then and there's little billy babs next to you hysterical crying and then sammy who's always crying is always crying. she's doing her thing it's horrible and she's, beth is just screaming he's not listening uh, joey get upstairs you know no dessert but i want to stay down here no get upstairs or no dessert that's all i hear <laughs> Dessert's a but big. Dessert, it's a big incentive oh, in your house. It's all I have. I'll, I'll do like, hey Joe, I'll give you ice cream, right? I'm gonna yell at you. I'm not really angry. It's all about the ice cream. Get ice cream if you just play along, right? <laughs> all right, let's do it. All right, on three. One, two, three. Break. <laughs> You're a terrible kid. You disrespect your mother. Don't worry, I'm giving you ice cream. You gotta go to take a bath. You gotta do your homework. You gotta do what you're told to do. Okay, all right. Take some ice cream. Ice cream <laughs> is really my parenting tool. Last night with Joe was great. We don't use hate in this house, all right? I call you a moron. I call you a jerk. I never say I hate you. I never say I hate you. We're family. This is family. You don't hate your family. This was having a real conversation. It was amazing. <laughs> We're blood, all right? You could say I don't like That's right. That was the big That's line. That's fine. We're blood. You don't hate mommy. You can't stand her that well. Fine. I get it. I can't stand her either. But we don't hate. That's not what we do. The witching hour where good kids go bad. All right, how about Pat McAfee? He talked about some of the craziness in how Week 5. Him? with Yeah, well, Pat McAfee's show weekdays at uh, noon Eastern time right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. McAfee talking about Mason Crosby and that crazy game where he missed three kicks against the Bengals but then came back to win it. Green Bay Packers <laughs> in an absolute thriller. It went from heartbreak to celebration back to heartbreak for both teams numerous times. There was a, a moment in that game yesterday where Evan McPherson, rookie uh, kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals, there was a moment where they were celebrating a kick that went through the uprights, and then they had to be told, no, 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 you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> they had to be told didn't, that. Didn't happen. That happened for the fans. They got into a position to win a game. Mason Crosby has one of his worst outings. I assume it was a very breezy day in Cincinnati. Mason Crosby... Whenever it mattered most, mm -hmm. he came through in the clutch at a 49-yarder. How you doing? Yeah. Moving. Aaron Rodgers said he asked yeah. Coach Mo Football guy. Uh, if he thought Mason was ready after missing three or four kicks already. He says, yeah, he can make it. And then Aaron goes, well, fuck it. Let's kick it then. And Mason goes out there, hits the game winner. Oh. Whoa. Language. Whoa. Language. Language. Whoa. Mason Crosby had a terrible game. He was awful. One of the worst I've ever seen, which was made it so compelling to watch. Watching a man fail in the grandest stage. Oh, I loved it. No credit for him for finally hitting the game winner. The Bengals kicker, that was a great moment. You know, celebrating the win great. too early. I mean, how about just sitting there and watching it for a second? Uh, where in life do you think you celebrated too early and then it turned out, oh my God, this has been an actual disaster? 
were completely flipped. Oh, that's a, that's an easy one. That was the big bet that caused me to stop betting. You take a goal and a half. You're getting basically two goals. You're up 4-1. That's got to be over. Hockey, right? You're up 6-1. Oh, yeah, definitely. You celebrate. Nope. You lost 6-4. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey. Oh, my God. That was, that a, bad, that was a bad wow. night. That you was, a, that was re- many, many years ago. That's I would retire, too. On an empty netter. But Eddie Erickson's like the Jay Leno of gambling. You know, he retires, he's out. Next thing you know, he's back at 10 p.m. Well, then he's you know, back at 11 p.m. Then he's on another show well, no, here. Then he's every, on another show. Every time I get out, they pull me back in. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I just referenced Jay Leno. That was bad. Um, <laughs> no, I celebrated. I, when me and uh, Bethany actually broke up, I did. I celebrated. And then uh, a week later, she was in my driveway telling me that she was pregnant. Throwing chapstick yeah. at you. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> More than chapstick. I think she spit on me that night. And not in the good way either. All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After, as we're going to talk about emails. Oh. What? Homework. Ugh. Hair products. Hmm. Ooh. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. (laughs) Welcome back to the best hour of radio you will hear this week. If this is the only hour of radio you will hear this week. Oh, Mike so Babchick's funny. Morning After. Still funny. Take it away, Babs. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, recapping all the happenings this week, of course, anywhere. anywhere. And I mean anywhere where you download, subscribe, and find those podcasts you can find and listen to Babchick's Morning After with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. And then there's Scott the Doorman. That's right, Scott the Doorman. I thought you were going to say Doormat. That too. I, that's the way I treat him. Now just check out the latest uh, Babchick from the Basement Scott video the on Twitter, at Babchick. You can see Scott and I parody the events that happen Urban Meyer in a bar. Oh, sure. And thankfully, I played the role of Urban Meyer. <laughs> yes. Scott now learned a whole new meaning to the phrase, Urban Meyer goes for two, so... I think his ass still feels funny. Emails. And, of course, we're talking about the SiriusXM email. Microsoft Outlook is we got a big email that said we we're going to have email migration. Oh, God. An email migration situation. <laughs> they put it in big words. Apparently, you have to log off, log back on. There's an update. There's a new system. Steve Torrey, actually program director of Mad Dog Sports Radio and host of Mad Dog Daily, um, actually sent me a message that said, <laughs> this can't be good. I'm in a straight-up panic. I'm worried about Steve Torrey. He was so freaked out about this email thing. He lost sleep, literally lost sleep. I'm not sure if he slept this week. The two scariest words in the Torrey vocabulary, email migration. Oh, boy. Uh, do I have to pack for this? I mean, where are we migrating to? Uh, I have a book bag. I just Do I print out all my emails and then stuff it in there and then, and then carry it over to the next uh, area during this email migration? Does I don't my, have a sleeping bag. Does my out-of-office um, migrate with it? We're going to have to redo that. Do I call IT now? They know me. Uh, I hate this technical guy. Gar- I'm not good at it. I'm just not. I'm not tech savvy. I'll probably uh, sleep with one eye open tonight, thinking about my email migration. <laughs> sleep with one eye open. Oh my god! You know what? Maybe that's it. Steve Tory's off to email migration land. Think about it. Metallica presents. Enter Tory. <laughs> sleep with one eye open. Tory grips his keyboard tight. Exit <laughs> Outlook. Enter a long night. We're off to email migration land. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Tori sleeping with his keyboard with one eye open. 
<laughs> I think you could do that. In the fetal yeah. position, just holding it. Gripping it tight. <laughs> if I'm holding my laptop while I sleep, how could I lose my emails? If, Nobody's coming in here. If, if I never log so, out, can migration happen? Uh, something's wrong. <laughs> Shut the light. Emails are gone tonight. Babs will make fun of me in the bad bite. <laughs> pretty good dreams of chris dreams of spitz dreams of cohen's fire give me a gummy (laughs) to bite yeah all right triple a mad dog six eight eight six two three three six four six uh what do you think will i lose my emails tonight exit light you guys tell me all right let's go eight 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 six two three three six four six i want to hear what's worse what's worse lost emails or lost texts right now come on let's go we got scott here gave Wait, no, the calls Mike, i can't what? answer the phones there are no oh, phones put up a oh, poll there it is. put up a poll uh, question the, yes that i can all do right. get that done and make sure scott it comes here. from babchek's account quote tweeted on the mad dog account quote tweets are in right now <laughs> we're cool tweet guys that's what we are that's what we do. We're called oh, tweet guys. Boy. How about Steve Torrey? He's a big baseball guy. So when he wasn't uh, tossing and turning about the emails, he talked about this great Dodgers-Giants series. I got a feeling I know what he's going to talk about. And so, you know, the Dodgers, yeah. you, you, you not only survived that elimination game against the Cardinals, oh but by winning game two in San Francisco after Logan Webb shut you down in game one, you earned the split and stole home field advantage. You lost game three, failing to score a run again in your building. But you survive another elimination game with Walker Bueller going on three days rest. And that was the yeah. right move for Dave Roberts. Wow. And so, you know, you get the job done. All right, dear Steve. Tor- and the oh, way this season has gone. Yeah. And knowing their Steve. championship pedigree, you knew. Yeah, I know. You knew. No. You knew no. they would. But I know. And I think we all knew that they would. I knew that. Mm. And we know. And you knew where this was headed. All right, dear Steve. And you knew the Dodgers Sorry. were going to respond yeah. last night. And I think we all knew where it was headed. I knew that. We knew. Well, we all knew. I mean, we knew that we were headed to a game five all along because you know what you we know. knew. We know what you know. And you know what you know. And you knew. When and you I know, know, you know. And you knew. And I know. And that's why it was an epic series. Five games. Giants. Dodgers. But I don't even have to tell you who won mm. because you already know. <laughs> you knew. And we knew. No, I'll tell you who won. Obviously, the Dodgers won. How about the Giants getting absolutely screwed? Screwed in that game five. A check swing that clearly wasn't a strike. And, of course, a guy who's three miles away makes the call. The umpire by first base. I don't know how he sees it. But, man, oh, man, the Giants were utterly screwed. That's not how you want to lose. Their season's now an epic failure, and it's all in the hands of the umpires. Shame, shame, shame. Stop. Shame. Shame. I'll agree with you on one point. The home plate umpire's got to make that call. I mean, he does have the better view. I uh, love that yeah. he, just, he just pushed it off. He's like, I don't want to make this call. That's not on me. That's good. Not on me. Can we no. get a ruling here? What are we doing? Well, what a classic bap chick. No, I'm not handling no, that no, one. No, no. Uh, somebody else made the call. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. He's fine. He got another guy loses no. his job. But no issue. I have no issue with the call. Number one, it's 0-2. Wilmer Flores is so? not getting a big hit there. He's not getting the dramatic walk-off home run to win the game. He's 0 for 17 lifetime against Scherzer with a walk. 0 for 17, you're going to go, well, maybe he was due. That's the big dog answer when someone's gone a long time without something. He's due. No, he's not due. Baseball is the one sport. What do we say? Past performance is not indicative of future results, right? Correct. In baseball, it is. That's why they play the shift. That's why analytics has taken over. That's why the game is the way it is. Flores was not coming through in that bat. At bat. Oh, if my he didn't God. strike out on that pitch, he was going to strike out on the next no, pitch. No. <laughs> don't put it in the hands of the umpire. Son, keep the bat on your shoulder if you don't like it. Don't offer at it. 
No, no, you're a baseball guy, but you're a wrong. Baseball guy. Anyone could be the hero. That's what makes baseball so special. Anybody can hit the greatest pitcher of all time at any moment. Maybe not 9 out of 10, but what about 1 out of 10? This guy could have been the hero. We have no idea. You can't guarantee me that he was going to strike out, just like I can't guarantee you that he was going to hit a home run. But the little man can be the hero. How dare you? Because let's say I walked into a bar. You're saying that there was no reason for me to even try because it's 0-2. My entire life I've been 0-2. And look at me, I still achieved. Every now and then I come through. So You're shame on you for knocking. I'm not an offer. I'm not striking out. Even your dog's angry about this. What is your what does Gizmo think? Shut up, Gronk. <laughs> Gronk! Gronk! <laughs> I get it. You're an 0-2 guy. You're always behind in the count. You're always behind the eight ball. Yeah. I watched the game. As soon as it was over, yes. Did I say that was a terrible call? Absolutely. Oh, okay. but, did, but did that mar what was an incredible elimination game? Edge of your seat every inning? Not at all. Not at all. Oh, in, in, in the history of sports bad calls, that's not even in the top 10. You know what? I know Dog did the same stuff on Friday. You probably fed it to him. But Mad, Mad Dog, you're wrong. I'm not ranking bad calls here. I don't care top 10, top 20. The Triple Giants got Dog screwed. Six. Oh. Is this the worst call in the history of sports? Oh, I want to hear from you. Let's go. Put up the poll, Scotty. Let's go. <laughs> Wasn't an all-time bad one, but the Giants got screwed. Will I remember it next week? Probably not. No. But the, <laughs> not even close. But the fact that that's the way that game ended, it matters. It's not like that was the second strike. That was the third strike, and this umpire from down the block makes that call. That's a bunch of BS. And I want to be the hero. And Flores could have been the hero. What's your answer now? Do we get a ch- one, one desperation challenge where you could challenge a check swing? Is that what we're going to do? Now? I'm not in the solution business, but I am in the problem <laughs> business. And that was a problem last night. I hope to be like the Giants this weekend and get screwed, but I don't think I will be. I wouldn't count on it. Once again, you will go down looking. I'm an O2 guy. <laughs> uh, how about JT the Brick, <laughs> who happens to be a huge baseball guy like Steve Torrey, but there was no baseball this week on Wednesday night. It was an open night. Oh. And that meant JT the Brick watched some hockey. So here's JT the Brick. Brick at night, weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Wayne Gretzky's hair is trending. Whoa. And I mean really trending on Twitter. Why? Turn up the heat in that TNT studio. Wayne Gretzky's hair is going to start running down his cheeks. There's a lot of that going on. Wayne Gretzky, his hair looks like bleeping Dracula. Mm. A lot of people are talking about how dark his hair is. Now, I'll admit, full transparency. Eddie Munster style. Every once in a while, that Just For Men shampoo. Because I've been, I've had my hair, still my hair, a little bit of bald spot on oh. top. I, I, I'm thrilled about the hair I have left. My hmm. dad was bald, I think, when he was 19. Wow. 20 years old. I, I'm cool That's now. Young. Got to my 50s with all my 19. hair. But every Specific once in a while, age. you take that just for men, you pick it, and you shake it up. You put the shampoo in, you come out, you get about a month. It's not dyed. It's not like Wayne Gretzky. It just lightens it up a bit. That's the promotion. It takes <laughs> a bit of the gray out. Put this in the Babs PBW. New sponsor. There's no problem. When when Babs is in his 50s, he'll do the little just for men shampoo, shake it around, five (laughs) minutes, get in there, rinse it out, and it'll look like he's 20 years younger. My favorite thought is Babs in his 50s taking a 10-year-old to middle school. Oh, why? why Actually, not even middle school. Grammar school. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be the old dad. Why you gotta do that? You're the old dad. (laughs) Yo, you love this. The thought of me having a young kid in my 50s. You know, that kid I take to college in my 60s. I'm dead. (laughs) Let's face it. Somebody else takes him to college. (laughs) Scott Messina. You better put some gas in the car because you're going to have to take Billy Babs to college. (laughs) 
You're driving. I'm <laughs> if, dead. If I'm still associated with you in nine years, something has gone terribly wrong in my life. I mean, or nine years. Be <laughs> yeah, you might not be associated with me after uh, this week. I mean, that's good. <laughs> you know what? I think that's a good point. Keep your schedule at the south and dinner. I need you to work the dinner shift, not the lunch shift. Scott, get the door for me. And meanwhile, Scott, no problem. His teeth fall out. Um, he's still the doorman. But uh, oh, look at Eddie. Now he's overjoyed. I was the young dad. And the way I look, you know, I looked even younger. Not anymore. I don't look young anymore. I look like dirt. <laughs> I, look, I look like absolute dirt. As, as Willie Colon said to me this week on Morning Man, my body's shaped like the back of a spoon. I don't, I don't think that's a, that's a that's great visual. Good. Which means by the time I'm 60, walking little Billy Babs to school. You look like a question mark. You're going to be like a ladle. I'm going to have a bird's eye view of my own pecker. I mean, it's amazing. I'll be staring right at it because my head's going to be all the way down there. He also said I had the body of a milkman. Aren't milkmen fit? They're carrying things? I don't know. But uh, there's JT the Brick there. Some advice. You know, he did speak about uh, his father is, was bald at 19. Not 20. 19. My father is all his hair. He's got a giant afro. It's pretty impressive. At least he used to be. And this week, we talked a little bit about my dad, Jack, during Tweeted Me on Morning Men with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchik, and Willie Cologne. Man, Humperfell, you guys should do a show from space. You should send us up to space. You know, maybe Tori can um, work that out. Will That's he, the last that place Babs needs to be. He'll be jerking off space. in space. Be brutal. Get kicked off the rocket. Shame the family. Oh if I did that and you're, out, you're, you're with me, you better keep your shield on. Because that yeah, stuff is floating around. But I can see Babs are floating around the market pantsless. And his balls, is, it'd be bad. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to see what, how my, my penis and balls react. To no oxygen there, or whatever it goes on. Has there been anything you've ever said on the air, Babs, that you're, at any member of your family was like, I'm embarrassed about that? No. No. I, they've already been embarrassed by me long before radio, so yeah. it, everything there is fine. My <laughs> father's worried because, you know, one of his big clients listens and uh, found out, you know, all types of stuff about my father. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> Oh, it was his porn collection. One of his new clients oh, just went up to him and goes, Hey, Jack so I heard you got a great collection of porn from Garage the 70s. Girls. In a, what, a brown leather satchel bag? He said, God damn it, Michael! God damn it! That son of a bitch! Wait, you just called mommy a bitch. Oh my god. God damn it! This literal, is morning literal babs on the place radio. You're literal babs. No way. If my father says you're a son of a bitch, he's talking about mommy right there. By the way, Eddie Erickson is now on a wild 1979 porn kick. I uh, just want everybody to know that he <laughs> sent me a video. It's a great year. <laughs> that was a great clip you just played because all I could think of was Tori on the phone with Sports Ops trying to figure out the technical specs for a remote from space. <laughs> That's really all I could think of. I'll be honest with you. I love yeah. everything after that I didn't hear. You floating around, your balls out in space, whatever. That was all fine. But all I could focus on was Tori on the phone trying to get a remote yeah. set up to space. Yeah. Uh, Doug, I know it's um, might be last minute here. Uh, I know it's a Thursday, but tomorrow we're actually, I, I it, it just slipped my mind. I forgot to tell you, we're broadcasting from the moon. Um, is that something that we should have talked about before? Like, how would they get there? Is that an Uber situation? Um, I, I know that we sent someone up there uh, to get the numbers. Um, we did a speed test up there, but uh, the computer floated away. Let go of the computer and the man's computer just started. I don't want to take the hit on this one. If you believe, they got a man on the moon. Oh. Huh? Who brought up Aaron Boone? That's all I heard. That's all I heard, that whole clip. But uh, yeah, I am. I'm on a retro kick. I'm consuming all the great movies of the 70s. And They didn't believe in razors back then. No. 
No, none of that. El Natural. And also the original, like the score, the actual music that's oh, playing. Unbelievable. It's just the saxophone is playing. I mean, just good vibes. I good always vibes. wanted to play that game. Is it porn music or NFL films music? Very close at times. Very close. <laughs> oh, I like that. You know what's weird? Whenever I hear Autumn Wind, the Raiders <laughs> theme song, I always get a little excited. And now I know why. It's connected. I always get excited. A lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about strip clubs. Yeah. Yes. Hockey. Uh, no. And pits. Armpits. Kyle? It's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. He's the reason why the pill was oh invented. Just ask his oh parents. Oh back to everyone's favorite regret, Mike Babchick. Ah, yes. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82 with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. And then there's Scott Messina, the producer of Morning After for now until he gets his big doorman gig from the pizza place (laughs) to the penthouse, from pizza to the penthouse. Ooh, that's what I like right there. Now, Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Colon. We played a clip from Let's Go! As Tom Brady had Snoop Dogg on the show. That's right, Monday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern. Tom Brady is Steve Torrey's fill-in on Doggy Daycare and fills in for him on Mondays, 6 p.m. Eastern. Let's go! So Brady had Snoop on and told his story as he celebrated with Snoop Dogg after a Super Bowl win. And his son was right next to him. Listen to this. Well, Snoop had a pole up and there were some girls. They were clothed. But at the same time, there was a pole. And my son was here. He had his eyes open and he was listening to music. And I said, Jack, cover your eyes. And he goes, Dad, I'm good. I'm good. So it's <laughs> two in the morning. And I mean, we are having the time of our life. And I'm like, holy cow. If he tells his mother, I am, I ain't going to see this kid for a long time. But Jack, Jack, my nephew, Jack and the Beanstalk. I'm telling you, we, it was one of the best <laughs> moments of my life. We still talk about it, too. I said, Jack. And he goes, Dad, I'm good. All right. I'm good. My big takeaway was, would you go to a strip club with your dad? Oh, like, yeah. I've done that. I would come and trip off that. Mean? I'm not, I'm not a strip club guy anyway. Not doing that. Not gonna do that. <laughs> but I, well, I, I plan on taking my son, like when he dad. turns sixteen, um, with a fake ID or whatever. I plan on Deadpool. taking him to a strip club. My dad took me to a strip club once. It was very uncomfortable and weird when he was getting a lap dance moaning. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So much better than your mother. Oh, but I still plan on so doing good. It. Oh, it's so good. And he was smacking. He goes, "You don't know how to do this yet, do you?" I've done that. Maybe I was like twenty. Go with his daughter to a strip club. That's the odd part, which is very weird. But anyway, well, maybe I get. I think a it's only discount. weird if you go to a back room with your dad. That's when it has to stop. You can't be in the back room with your dad. If y'all just doing some beers, looking at some girls on poles, that's nothing. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. The, the champagne room. room. Damn it! If you go to a strip club, you got to go to the back room. Right, but now with your dad, especially if you go with him. Why? He was paying. <laughs> Two for one for the Baptists. You only go That's if there's a divider. If they have a divider. Get one free. I remember my hey, dad was complaining. Here. Get the kosher girls over here. We're going to have them give the lap dance. I What's actually heard my dad. look like? Yeah. <laughs> we were in the back room. I actually heard my dad go, is there a more comfortable chair? Like, oh, my God. Will you shut up? What do you mean? My back, though. My back. Do you got any more belt of fish? My back, though. My back. My lumbar. That's bad. Do you have a more comfortable? The lighting's a little off. I think right. it's Willie Cologne lighting. I can't see it here. I Turn smell lavender. I was in Atlantic oh, City. Turquoise. Oh, oh, how are you? Who ordered the Good fish? <laughs> Who's the last person you would go to a strip club with? Where's that line? My mother. If it's not. <laughs> 
you'd go with your mom, and then after that, that's it. No, that's, no that he's saying he would. I would that's, not. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know if I'd go to a strip club with my boys. I got two boys. One of them I could see, but they'd be focused on me. And, you know, I make comments now, and they go, you're weird. So if they think I'm yeah, weird now, yeah. you get me in the champagne room, forget it. They'll never look at me the same. I, I'm going to do it. If I walked in on my son at, like, 16, 17, 18 years old, hooking up with some chick, the first thing I'm doing is saying, son! Right here, man. High five. High five. You know, you the man. Look at you, man. Oh, boy. Look at you. You the man. So, you know, strip club. Yeah, that's going to happen. And that's a rite of passage, okay? Will there even be strip clubs by the time he's old enough to go? What do you think? That's a dying thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Strip clubs will remain because, yeah, there'll be enough girls who smell like cigarette smoke and <laughs> have uh, self-esteem issues. That's and... true. There is Schenectady. That's a good point. Right. Daddy never loved them. It'll just be in the Mecca in Schenectady titties. And that's where it'll be. Now, how about the doggy? Um, he loves hockey this time here. Or does he? Does he like it? Oh, I yeah. don't know. He's a hockey guy. So here's Mad Dog Chris Russo and Mad Dog Unleashed breaking down the hockey, something he does better than oh, anyone. Loves it. If anybody's happened to flip around ESPN last night, boy, if you don't think the ESPN's going to be good for the NHL, you're not paying attention. Linda no, Cohn ESPN. and Steve Weeks were out there in Vegas uh, with a live set with their first game against the Kraken. They were all over the National Hockey League last night. It's funny. They could care less about the hockey forever. Now they got the games. Uh, they're going to drive it down your throat. That's ESPN. And then you live with it. That's why you should go on ESPN if you're a professional huh? sports league. You get the bank for your buck. I mean, you're going to you're gonna make people watch the hockey now. People will get into mm. it. It was a brilliant they move will? by Bettman. He needed to get off that, um, <laughs> you know, NBC Sportsnet nonsense, which people don't watch. And getting on the hockey was a wonderful idea. ESPN will eat it all up. They make it fun. They give you the no, fantasy no. stuff. They, had, oh. they had take the big game seriously. They got Linda there, who's a good host. Only they the got Weeks games. there, who does Only a the nice job. They got a, a McDonough's Linder. great. And uh, listen, even I watched some of the Vegas Seattle game yesterday. Oh. And I normally wouldn't no. do that when there's a baseball game on. By that logic, people are just going to be going in droves now to watch hockey because it wasn't about people who liked hockey, it's just about stumbling upon it. Oh, look, hockey. <laughs> I'll just watch oh, it. I mean, that is, yeah. I mean, is there, ah, is there, is there a the more face. dog take than that? I stumble onto hockey, so I'm going to watch it. I don't like it. I stumbled onto it, so I'll watch it. You're not going to stumble upon to NBC Sportsnet because you won't find it. And as he always says, TBS is not destination TV. Clearly, he doesn't like Seinfeld reruns. I just, <laughs> the, the logic of I will now watch hockey because it's on ESPN, but I wouldn't have watched it before. <laughs> That's a strange one. I love also the stumble because all I'm doing is actually picturing dog tripping and hitting falling his TV. Into the TV. And, like, falling into the television. He stumbled. <laughs> I stumbled at the ESPN. Like literally, you know, or like the Bristol building. He just stumbles. I, I tripped on the way in. The stumbling. So I stumble on the view. I'm not stopping. I'm going to keep Thank going. You. you just proved my, I mean, you just proved my point. So Mad Dog Chris Russo is going to watch hockey this year because as he's going to TNT, he hits and stumbled. stumbled on ESPN. Oh, jeez. The remote. Where'd it go? Dog in the concussion protocol this week after stumbling at the ESPN. <laughs> now, on Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen, Willie Colon, and Mike Babchuk, a lot of fascinating things happen on air and off. And that's what we examined on this week's Morning Men with Evan Cohen, Willie hmm. Colon, and Mike Babchuk. Now, Willie, during a break, brought up something fascinating. This conversation happened yesterday on Morning Man in a commercial break. I try to teach you guys. Derek Rose popped a question at, at Madison Square Garden at half court. So weird. I think Derek we Rose did? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should talk about that for sure. Where did you pop the question, Babs? Oh, you said at Denny's, right? No, no Denny's. No, Bethany blew a guy named Tony at Denny's. Oh, that's right. She blew so that's a guy completely at Denny's. The, Yeah, that's completely the opposite of <laughs> yeah. No, after in the hospital, after she gave birth, I gave oh, her that's right. Right. I don't know, By the way, your, your wife pudding. giving a BJ out of Denny's is like 
priceless. The only thing, the only thing great I ever <laughs> happened to me at a Denny's is the moon over Miami sandwich. I knew was that was coming. The moon over Miami. This guy didn't amazing. even buy her an entree. He only bought her French fries. I think Damn. he actually You're ordered. Out of this. I asked. I said, "What did he get?" She's like, "I had some eggs." But so he might have got the moons over Miami. Eggs and a blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> that was like my first question as I was in a state of shock. Eggs by I'm, I'm trying to see if I would be. Eggs blowing. If my I wife was like, yeah, I blew yeah. a guy at a at a red lobster. I'm like, ten seconds here. <laughs> the gold bar. Did, did you did you add more feet? Five seconds here. That's what I there we go. Said. What did you order? Okay. What did you, you have that night? In front of you That's too. amazing. The star of the show is Andrew Goldberg in that clip. We brought, Andrew is oh, the yeah. star we of the show. We brought home the biscuits. The cheddar biscuits. The cheddar biscuits. I love those biscuits. <laughs> oh my god. Ten seconds. Oh, trying to figure out. Star of the show. Oh my god. I need more time to figure out Red Lobster. So was it the Admiral's Feast? Willie, where are you going there? The point is, it's the most expensive. Admiral's Feast. That's amazing. I got that one. Getting eggs. We all have. I mean, the dude didn't care. There's no I love you in that. No, no, but that, out, that is America, as you said. That's here. America. <laughs> While Willie and I both remember this, America. we get no heads up from Babs that that will be played. <laughs> it is remarkable that that is what he chooses to play I about his it. own wife. I love it. Well, I love how like, Willie thought that's where I proposed. That's the complete opposite. <laughs> I mean, from think about the moment of proposing to what really happened in that bathroom, in that restroom after just fries. I mean, with someone else while we were dating. I mean, come on. That's complete opposite, Willie. America, though. That's America for you. Eggs. Eggs blowy, did you say, Scott? Wow. Put that on the menu there. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever order by those weird names? Denny's is one of the more overrated places in the world. By the way, mm. but the the prices are well, right. not for that guy. Well, not the, for that guy, the, Tony. The, the prices are right. I don't. I won't order weird names like that. Moon over my hammy. <laughs> I won't. I never. Oh. I just point to it. I hate saying that. Or you yeah. can just say like what it is. Like if you're at like a fancy Italian restaurant, it's too do you corny. actually try to pronounce the Italian? God the, no! I told my wife item? to. I have my wife order for me. I always try to say chicken scarchabapello, <laughs> or papadiallo. <laughs> yeah, let me get the uh, gnocchi. With the, uh, full catch me if you can, bread. Thanks. <laughs> like I used to hate saying at IHOP, let me get the fresh and tutti fruity booty or whatever that is. That just felt lame. So maybe you're onto something. And Red Lobster was the, like when I was a kid, that was like the big night out for my family. I realize now as an adult, there's kind of better places you could go to get your seafood. But as a kid, boy, did I love that Admiral's Feast. He got a little bit of everything on oh, it. Oh, yeah. It was so well, good. Yeah, I only got that one time. It was in Albany. I won a bet at the local OTB, and uh, I had like 300 bucks. I was like, you know what? We're going That's to Red a big night out. And I got the, oh, <laughs> yeah. I got the Admiral's Feast. That was a that, big night out. That is, that. That, like I'm oh trying boy. to think right now of my favorite restaurant that I like to go to. And if my wife had blown someone in the bathroom at that particular restaurant, could I ever go back there no matter how much I liked it? Whoa! Triple Eight Man Dog Six Eight Eight Six Two Three Three Six Four Six. Let's go. Scotty's on the phones. Your girl, your wife, BJ Sirhoff. Bathroom hooks up with the owner. Hooks up with the waiter. Could you ever go back to that establishment, even if they serve the best meatball parm in town? And your answer is what, Eddie? Yes or no? <laughs> I'm debating. I'm debating this right now. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of my favorite restaurant. There's a great hero place here by me. It's legendary. Okay, it was even the barstool people even came here to review it. it. It's the best sandwich you could ever get. If my wife had hooked up with the owner of that place, I'm pretty sure I would never eat their food again. And that's how good it is. I'm just a jealous guy by nature. Just don't go to the bathroom while you're there. That's all. I mean, see, I do want to go back to Denny's. I, I got to give this guy my there. wife and my money. <laughs> 
See, I want to take my wife to Denny's so she's like, oh boy, she gets nostalgic. And next thing you know, she's like, hey, let's go to the restroom. Oh, she just ordered me some fries. God. Yeah, well, I want to redo different. that. It's different. Like, Denny's is obviously a huge chain. You can go to any Denny's. Uh oh, literal Eddie's Scott. Denny's talking about a specific deli. <laughs> oh, literal there it Scott. is! Literal Scott! <laughs> it's a franchise, Eddie! It's not the same owner. Literal Scott! It's a franchise. So, Mike, are you bringing her to the Denny's or a Denny's? <laughs> yeah, I want to bring her to the exact Denny's. I want my father-in-law to come is with. Is he bringing wine? So I could. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah. strip club trip for you. <laughs> this seems this seems fun. I don't know. Literal I'm, Scott. I'm not going anywhere where my wife did anything to any guy at any point. How's that? I just can't do it. Well, th then I can't go to the capital region and some parts of lower Manhattan <laughs> and the upper and south Bronx. And all and the university. And, and my own home. So I got some major issues. All right, let's end now with the dog mess of the week. And this week, as always, dog kind of stepped in it when he was talking about the Falcons tight end. Ron Pitts, uh, the tight end. Is that his first name? I think it is. Ron. Yeah, Ron Pitts. I mean, he was a broadcaster, but uh, whatever. What are that's you going right. to do? That's not that bad. Actually, nah, it's not for, that for bad. That's, that's actually pretty good. We got to do better. Yeah, he got his last name right. I mean, we, we got it. We got And he knew he was associated mistakes. with football. Yeah, that was weak. Steve Torrey's not happy, but Torrey, how did you feel about the show today? I'm not even sure I know. Oh, interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. So that's, uh, we, we made it. Mm. Uh, yeah, Woohoo! This is Steve Torrey coming at, at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, yes, another episode of Mike Patrick's Morning After. In the books for Eddie Erickson, Scott Messina, and, of course, the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, mm. the big fan club of Morning After. They listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader and tells me that Sandra Greenberg, at New York Sports Ginger, oh. she never uses the bowl while wearing the babkini. That's the bikini with my face on it. That hmm. was sexy and weird all in one. Don't mm -hmm. forget to download, subscribe, and follow Baptrick's Morning After anywhere. And I mean anywhere. Anywhere. You get your pot. Anywhere. You get your podcast. <laughs> Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.